This is the John Oakley Show podcast. This uh, app uh, that alters your face and projects forward into the future if you're so inclined. (laughs) A lot of people pay big cash money not to be faced with that kind of specter. Uh, But nonetheless, this is what it's called, uh, FaceApp. And FaceApp, the FaceApp challenge has now gone viral. There are like 80 million, million active users all around the world, but this thing has also uh, been given a boost of late. It's come on uh, in, I think, 2017. It's been around a couple of years. But now, uh, because celebrities are having their faces altered to, or somebody's doing it on their behalf, uh, just to see what they look like, I guess, you know, before the Botox is ordered. And goodness knows, there's a whole lot of that going on. Uh, but it's fascinating because of I mean, human curiosity being what it is, uh, people would like to see that. Uh, I personally would like to see something going in the other direction. So, you know, there I am at seven pounds, four ounces in a diaper, and I've crapped myself. Uh, I'm happy for the specter of that. You know, I don't need to go in the opposite. Uh, but look, this is a serious consideration, or so we're led to believe. Um, people are citing identity theft and privacy concerns. Let's find out what the drill here is. David Shipley has joined us. He's the CEO of Boceron Security, Global News Radio cybersecurity expert and technology analyst. David, how you doing? Good afternoon from Silicon Valley. Okay, good afternoon to you too. So uh, this face app thing, it's all the rage now, right? Yeah, it's exploded in popularity. It's a combination of celebrities and summer. And the always warning that I have is that if you're not paying for something, you're the product. And in this particular case with this app, some of the things that concern me, if you look at the terms of service, is that it has a broad ability potentially to access your location information on a mobile device and your web browsing history. And if this is a truly Russian-backed company, there's a name for that kind of information. It's called Compromat or compromising information that you may not want to share. All right, and I understand uh, you don't have the ability to take it down once you relinquish such, right? Exactly, and you don't know how these images are actually being used because There are no laws uh, protecting Canadians' privacy in a meaningful way when it comes to these kind of circumstances, and your face matters. It can be a biometric that is something biologically unique to you that can be used to identify you in airports or to unlock your phone and do more, and losing control of that can have potentially some pretty significant consequences. Well, yeah, uh, you know, if they've got your face, your likeness there, and... uh other information, however they come by it, including, you know, data that you submit to them, uh, potentially, I guess, they can mock up passports, driver's licenses, and the like, or am I being overly alarmist? No, I think uh, you're you're on the right track. Um, there's a potential for this data to be added as um, new fake profiles are created, and if you stop and think, what's the best way to do to create a potential election interference, if you get a hold of a bunch of photo data sets, either unintentionally or you hack into this company and take it from them, Uh, you can create some really interesting realistic uh, profiles. Diving further, we don't even know what uh, they plan on using all of the things that their artificial intelligence is learning from these faces. And I'll give an example of that. Public posted photos to data sets like Flickr and others have been found and used by companies who've built surveillance technology that's now been used to abuse human rights. So when your photo gets out there and it's used to teach a computer, that computer can then be used potentially to impact other people. Again, David Shipley is with us, the CEO of Boceron Security, Global News Radio cybersecurity expert on this matter of the Face App Challenge, where people are submitting their faces to be altered through artificial intelligence. 
and uh, the servers are, I guess, uh, they're located in Russia. That's one of the principal concerns here. Uh, absolutely. And remember that Russia has laws in the books, although in fairness, we and the Americans have laws in the books as well, that can compel tech companies to work with intelligence agencies for their own purposes. I mean, this is at the core of some of the issues around Huawei and some of the concerns we have with Chinese tech. And now we're having this run amok with users. And at the end of the day, it highlights a glaring gap in Canadian law and protection. All of the people using this in Canada are assuming that there are laws, protections, checks and balances that would hold these companies accountable that just simply don't exist. And they should. All right. And so where we have caveat emptor in this case, uh, you're relinquishing this stuff. I don't know what the, the word is, but it's emptor something or caveat something. Uh, that's what it is. Uh all right, so if you don't uh, get to delete if you want to do that, uh, you're providing your likeness, maybe even your name, your username. There's no compensation in the transaction as well. Uh, so, again, this is how they hook us with, uh, you know, something that's novel. Maybe you're getting your kicks out of it, but there's a nefarious backstory or subtext to things. Potentially, and even even the less nefarious but much more annoying um, situation that if they're gathering web browsing history and location, that's being fed back into this massive data mining and advertising industry that's going to annoy us even more with creepily targeted messages. And again, not under your control. So, And the issue is, too, is remember that every piece of data that you uh, allow to flow out from your control eventually gets combined and aggregated in ways that you can't necessarily anticipate. So be very careful. It might seem fun and appealing, but you know, the old story of Narcissus kicks in. Be very careful being fascinated with your own face because people know that that's a thing and they'll take advantage of that to take advantage of you. Should we be assuaged if uh, the servers were based in the United States or Canada instead? Or is that, uh, again, just, uh, you know, a fool's errand? We're thinking, uh, you know, that we're their security based here on our shores. Well, there's a slightly better human rights record in the United States. I, I say that with some degree of, of they're still a little bit better than Russia, maybe, hopefully. Um, and Canada, certainly much better uh, human rights record. At least, you know, our intelligence agencies haven't committed the kinds of abuses that, uh, that others have um, and could do. But I'd say the glaring gap in accountability for these international companies to Canadian citizens is the biggest thing we should worry about. You know, we just heard the stories last week where British Airways and Marriott have been fined by European regulators to the tunes of hundreds of millions of dollars for negatively affecting Europeans' privacy. In Canada, those two companies would face the combined penalty of $200,000. Ouch. So our fines are laughable. Yeah, it sounds it. Hey, what happens, though, in the case of somebody takes your picture and they submit it? Uh, could that work that way? Well, it, potentially, yeah. That's the other thing is I've seen... This is what happens when you allow your friends to have your photos and they load them all over the place. They could potentially be using your photo without your consent, and you also have no rights to that. So one of the things to have a good conversation with your friends and family is to say, hey, by the way, be careful with where you put my image on the Internet. I'm not cool with it being on Facebook or loaded to public data sets or used in FaceApp. And it might seem like a super paranoid and weird conversation to have to have, but you do. Well, yeah, that's that old uh, saw about eternal vigilance, a uh, price we pay for our freedoms and our privacy we can add to it, and uh, so on and so forth. So it's certainly uh, something about buyer beware or user beware. David Shipley, it's always great to get these insights from you. I appreciate it as always. 
Thanks for the time and the opportunity. You got it. David Shipley is the CEO of Boceron Security, Global News Radio cybersecurity expert and technology analyst. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 